before we even kick off the podcast, I just want to remind everyone to go like, subscribe, and keep up with these weekly episodes. If you like what you hear, spread the word so more coaches can tune in for our weekly podcasts. Hey guys, I've got today Coach Jack Rustman. Coach Rustman is a graduate of Johnsburg High School in Johnsburg, Illinois, uh, and a grad and a uh, college football player at Northern Michigan University. After his season, after his career at Northern Michigan, he played one season of AFL. Uh, football with the Milwaukee Iron, um, and then he began his student teaching career at Joliet West High School. Uh, got to start coaching there, um, and then from there, he left to coach at Loyola Academy. He went back to Joliet West for a full-time teaching job, coaching the offensive line, spent a year there, and then became the head football coach at West Chicago High School in 2018. In 2019, he went to Concordia, Chicago as the offensive line coach, where he's promoted to offensive coordinator last season 2021 and most recently he took the offensive line job at michigan tech university uh jack what's up man it's it's good to talk to you uh i haven't seen you since uh since our scrimmage last year hope all is well yeah man everything's great good Thanks good for having I, know. Me on. I appreciate it yeah of course of course we've been I, i've been trying to get you on for a while and just timing didn't work up and finally um you know i had some time you had some time so uh you know i'm glad i'm glad we can sit and talk um you know, first question I've got, talk to me about how the offensive line played an important role in some of the teams that, uh, you know, some of the more successful teams you've been a part of. Yeah, you know, like when you talk about building culture, especially at like the high school level, um, that's like everybody's looking for the guys up front to set the tone, especially like in summer camp in Illinois, at least, you know, you get those 25 practices and right. being able to set the tone and have leadership plays a huge role in it. So that's something I really try to install. Like uh, when I first get to where I am, just like the, the unit goals, the standards, the expectations, mm -hmm. the tradition of where, you know, you know, the, at where I'm at now tech and uh, the other schools, like where they've been, where, where they should be going. Right. Um, so that's something I really start, start to establish right away everywhere I've been. And, you know, everybody obviously is looking for an old line guy. Uh, at any level. So I was on the staffs pretty much everywhere, uh, except for Loyola, actually, that I was really the only offensive line guy that played in any capacity, uh, you know, at college or even high school level, you know, oh, so wow. you're kind of like a unicorn in some cases. So, <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's, I don't know if I've ever Everywhere I've been, I'm trying to think everywhere, most everywhere I've been, everyone's, there's at least been one other person who said some, some sort of experience with the offensive line, um, you know, in some capacity or another, but that's, yeah. that's pretty crazy. Um, talk, yeah, it makes you know, it good. You know, I got, got a bunch of quarterbacks that quarterbacks and receivers that, you know, coached old line. I come in and tell them actually how it's supposed to be. It's, you know, it's a unique situation. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I can imagine. Um, Talk to me about, I'm, I'm just, I'm curious about your, your time playing arena ball. Um, you know, a long, long time ago, one of my first episodes, I talked to coach, uh, coach Caduti who played, uh, played arena ball and, and just some of, I, you know, I wanted to, I, I learned some of his experiences. Talk to me a little bit about that year with the Milwaukee iron and some of the experiences that, that you had playing arena ball. Yeah. So I got done in 20, 2009 fall was my last fall. And then I trained, for the GLIAC combine uh, in the winter, I believe 20 or 2010. Right. Um, so they did the combine uh, there, didn't really have much, you know, uh, NFL stuff, but I had some AFL 
deals. I actually went to Cleveland Gladiators for uh, a week long tryout, I guess you could call it. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, you know, it's, so at that time, AFL, uh, previous to 2010, was this big organization where, you know, guys were making $100,000, $100, you know, they're good, good salaries. Right. And uh, when I got into it, it, the league had folded after the recession in 2008. So 2009, they didn't have a season. 2010 was back in AFL one, you know, was the kind of the league. So Chicago Rush, uh, Iowa Barnstorms at that time, Spokane uh, Shock, I think was the name. Okay. Uh, Arizona Rattlers, that that kind of league. And then there's so AFL two. So you still had it, there was still a national presence to it. It wasn't like oh a local. yeah, okay, yeah. So we played on like NFL Network and ESPN and stuff like that. And okay, it was still a really big turnout that you know. But the pay had decreased quite a bit at that time. You know, I think we were making like a thousand dollars a game instead of whatever they were making in that sixteen weeks or whatever right. it was. But you know, I was playing against uh, guys who just graduated from Clemson, guys who played <laughs> at LSU. So like it was, you know, uh, Chris Grison was our my quarterback, and he's a sixteen year AFL and NFL vet. You know, so it's just Bob Lancey was the head coach, and he's a Wisconsin Badgers Hall of Famer. Um, so it's just like a big, uh, I mean, there's some dudes, right. you know, I'm at, at the division two school. I played against some dudes, but you know, you get to LSU ball and Clemson ball. It's just a little different, but, uh, right. <laughs> you know, I held my own. I earned a, earned a, uh, you know, a contract through them. And I played, I believe 14 games or something like that. Um, and then, you know, we made it to the semifinals and gosh, I played every position. So I played tight end center guard. Uh, fullback I, I got one carry which was the first carry of my life I got nice. one yard at nice Cleveland yeah at, at the quick and loan stadium I'll remember it for the rest of my life so <laughs> um but great experience but yeah. it's you know professional ball is real political and uh if you're willing to kind of wait to see what your next contract's going to be then you know you could sit it out but I you know I was my body is pretty beat up and right I had signed a contract with Cleveland Gladiators but I was like man I I started running in that off season by myself. And I'm like, Oh, I can't, I just can't do this anymore. Yeah. I mean, um, it, you're, especially being an offensive lineman, people don't, the, the casual fan doesn't realize the amount of wear and tear we put on our bodies. Yeah. Um, and, and so, you know, for, for you to, it, the, the, the juice wasn't worth the squeeze, so to speak. So I can, I can definitely understand that. Um, exactly. Have, have you ever, have you ever looked back and, and thought, man, I wish I, I, I wish I'd put the helmet on one more time or, or are you pretty, are you pretty happy with your decision? You know, now I'm looking back, I'm like, I should have just stuck it out for a couple more years. Yeah. You know, but at, at that time I was ready to start my career. Right. And you know, I wanted to get into teaching and coaching, um, you know, and then come to find out in 2010 in Illinois, PE jobs are like the hardest thing to get. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I ended up starting my own gym. So it was just, you know, at that time it was like too hard to turn back. So, but looking back, I wish I would have tried at least one more year. Sure. Um, but you know, it is what it is and right. I'm happy where I am right now. So that's, and that, that, that's sort of how you got, correct me if I'm wrong. Is that kind of how you got into coaching too, was with the, the, the strength and conditioning or, or was that just something that came hand in hand, which, what, you know, which came first, the, the coaching or the, the strength stuff? 
Um, so the strength stuff came from a passion of just strength and conditioning. Right. Uh, I've always wanted to be a coach and, you know, Jason Aubrey was kind of my mentor and, um, who helped me, who I student taught for and kind of started the whole process. I was his varsity line coach then. And, um, yeah, it just kind of went hand in hand. It just, I, I was really good at the strength stuff because I loved it. And, um, you know, just, just how it worked out. Right. Yeah. No, it's now, are you, did you do the, like, did you do the whole strength and conditioning path? Like, are you, uh, CSCS, all that stuff, or, or did you go a different path for, for that? So I went CSCS on my own, okay. I, you know, US, USAW level two, all that stuff. But I haven't like re-upped on any of CSCS stuff or the, or the USAW since I kind of left Concordia. So I got you. Okay. So I that's not, really... You don't have to worry about that at, at Michigan Tech? No, no, not really. That's good. What, one, one less thing off the offensive lineman's coaches. Yeah, that's good. So that's good. 100%. Um, you know, I, I, in looking at your resume, it, it, it reminded me because because i just i'm old and i forget things a lot of the time your path to where you're at is very similar to mine you know you, you spent a long time as an assistant and then then you got your your first head coaching job at west chicago um and then made the jump to to division three um talk to me a little bit about the struggles you had or or, or you know the the uh the you know how the transition went for you going from that you know the the I think what was West Chicago 5A or 6A? Uh 7A actually. Oh, 7A. Okay. So so just yeah, yeah talk about the, you know making that jump from from high school head coach to um to assistant college coach. Yeah, so you know, I feel like I was the high school version of a college coach these days. You know, I was jumping around everywhere. Right. <laughs> um but at the time you take the job that you know you think's best for your family and best for you and and whatnot. So uh, you know, I spent, I don't know, five or six years down in Joliet. Um, and then this Loyola job came open and John Holosix, the head coach there, he's a great dude. Let me come on staff really real late. So I actually was coaching freshman ball, which is probably one of the best things for me, to be honest right. with you, be honest with you. So, um, just to get that kind of like, wow, you're just fresh from being an eighth grader. Now look at you, you know, your B team bomber kind of get kind of deal. And it's just a unique situation, but you know, from there, I was going, going back to Joliet and got a full-time teaching job. Obviously, you got to go where the money is. Um, uh, and Jason Aubrey's still there. And then I got the head coaching job at, at West Chicago, which was a blessing. And, uh, you know, the, the kind of a not, – it's not a football town. It's a, surrounded by a couple schools that are football towns. So, right. uh, West Chicago's in a great area, great school, a great administration. Uh, I would have probably – I'd probably still be there, to be honest with you, if the college stuff didn't open up. Um, but just in 2019, Jason got that job at Concordia. And, you know, for the most part, it's all about who you know. Oh, yeah. Um, but, you know, if I didn't do what I was supposed to do back in 2010 and up, I wouldn't have been such a good, you know, pick for that O-line spot. And um, But, yeah, I mean, coaching, to be honest with you, coaching at Julia West kind of set me up for to be able to coach anybody, uh, you know, because I'm coaching dudes who have IEPs and, 1.1 GPAs right and I'm you know trying to build them up and bring them up to a you know something that they can graduate with and uh it just being able to teach and coach anybody you know now I'm at a very unique situation where everybody I teach has a four you know like a three five and they want to be engineers right um but that Joliet those first couple of jobs at Joliet 
kind of set me up to be able to like understand, you know, when I came out of college, I had like eight different steps, right. That we would do for just for these different plays. And like that first week, Holy cow, these guys can't understand any of this. <laughs> so I I shaved it off to four total steps, and I'm still using that now. So, right, you know, I try to keep things as basic and simple as possible, and uh, that's where I kind of learned that, right? So, yeah, those are my well, GA years. It's it's amazing. I mean, I still – I mean, I I still go back to sometimes some some things that I learned when I was, when I was a player. You know, when I was a freshman in high school in 1995, there's still some great stuff that – that my offensive line coach, you know, that I can look back and say, Oh, this is still relevant. So, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, the, 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 what, you know, what you're, you know, you're still doing the same four steps that you were doing 10 years ago. That's not that that's, that's good in my opinion, because they're, they're working. So it's, it's why, uh, why dirty up the process if things are working. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm not somebody to reinvent the wheel at all. I can tell you that much. Yeah. So, yeah what what have you what did you feel like was the the biggest struggle um from from going from high school to to now college um to be honest with you you know this might sound kind of bad because it's college jobs like a dream job but uh it's been the easiest job i've had so far right because in high school you gotta teach you gotta teach you gotta interact with 50 new kids every hour Right. right So you got to learn how to talk to 50 new kids, 50 new people every, every hour for a whole semester. Um, so being able to interact like with another person of different uh, like upbringings is super easy for me because, you know, Jolie West is a super diverse area. There's rich white kids and poor people, you know, all over the place. It's, it's right. you know, there's middle class and doesn't really, there's not one style of person. So um Going from high school to college was a really easy transition for me just because I, I truly wholeheartedly believe a high school teacher and coach is one of the most difficult jobs you're going to have, yeah. um, you know, in the coaching realm. I mean, there's plenty of jobs that are harder, but uh, your workload, your, um, you know, time management, all right. those things you learn. Um, you know, I would say the college part, you are, you are coaching 18 to 23-year-olds, so now they're a little bit more mature. Um, you know, they have their personalities, they have their, uh, beliefs, you know, so just kind of coasting and, and bringing that melting pot of like, how do I coach these guys and figuring that out right away uh, right. was, was, was kind of hard, but just because they would question a little bit more than a high school kid would. Right. Right. No, that's, yeah, that's, um, yeah, the, 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 the relationship piece is a little different. You know, you get to, obviously we always want to do that in high school, but it's a little different when you get to the college level. I feel like you can have the, a little bit more of a, I don't want to say close relationship, but it's a little bit of a different relationship now. Cause you're, I mean, you're, you're still trying to build a relationship with everybody on your team, but you're really focusing on building your relationship with those 15 to 20 guys in your room. Um, and, right. and that's kind of the most important, you know, as a high school coach, you've got to make a relate, build a relationship with everybody. Um, but now you can kind of focus those, those, those things on, on, you know, a smaller group, so to speak. Right. Right. And that's something that I'm adjusting to now, not being the strength and conditioning guy. Right. Is I, I used to interact with everybody on the team through the off season, you know, now I'm trying to remember wide receivers names based on how they look. Right. I don't get to see him every single day. So, right. 
Yeah. Um, that's, that's one difficult thing. No. Yeah. I mean, that's, and I, I, if you're anything like me, it's, I'm a super big stickler on making sure I know kids' names and making sure I know their name properly, how to pronounce it properly. Oh, yeah. So like, I'm one of the, like, I can remember, I can remember kids' names from my first year of coaching. And if they walked up to me, I'd know exactly who they were. So that's, that's, I, that's big for me because it's a respect thing. I want to know, you know, they're taking the time to learn my name. I better Definitely. learn their name and, and make sure that it's, you know, yeah. it's a mutual thing. So, um, tell me a little bit about um how the transition went from uh o-line to offensive coordinator um because that's that's you know we when we first started coaching against each other you were you were i think you were the d-line coach actually weren't you were you the d-line coach yeah yeah that's right yeah so my well my first year i was the o-line coach and then the second year the covid year i was the d-line coach okay so you did and then yeah, the couple, but then yeah, but then talk to me about how the transition to offensive coordinator went. You know, were you able to, were you able to do your own stuff, or was it kind of, here's what I'd like you to run, suggestions. Um. So when I came in, or when um, sorry, my daughter's. No, you're fine, uh, man. It's it's her birthday it. in, a, awesome. in a couple of weeks, so she's uh showing me Amazon. That's awesome. Um, you better get her something good. Oh, I'm trying to close off of this so she can play her game. <laughs> um, okay. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so Andy Lambert came in after yep. Jason left. He kept me on staff and promoted me. Um, he brought in his own system. Uh, it was kind of like a, you know, modernized uh, triple option uh, yep. type deal. Yep. And it's really a unique system. It's way different than anything I've ever done. And it was awesome. So I'm really glad I got that experience. And um, so we do a lot of motions, quarterback runs. Um, but I think he was very impressed with kind of how I am, am able to present things and uh, my knowledge of, of the offensive line and offense in general. Right. Um, so like the run game was pretty much the same for me um, because it, it was universal from what he came from. So because okay. he came from Southern Naz, which is a D2 school. And, um, you know, he, he, he was, he's an offensive guy, but he was uh, an, a defensive analyst at Michigan State, or I'm sorry, uh, Eastern Michigan. And then uh, uh, he knew my offensive quarterback line coach in college, actually, Jeff Dumendek. So, okay. Um, but yeah, it was, it was more of like a melting pot. And, um, you know, Andy had a lot of his, his, his hand in what, what was going on because he's an offensive guy. Um, so it's kind of like a shared, shared kind of role. Right. And, uh, his passing stuff, although we, you know, the passing was very limited because he, he's a run first kind of guy. So he's probably one of the best head coaches that I've worked for in a sense, because, uh, from a philosophy standpoint, we kind of mesh together real well. So, right. No, oh, that's awesome. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, anytime somebody can come in and, and you can understand and learn it. Now, is this, do you think if you if you get an opportunity to be a head co- or excuse me, an offensive coordinator, or even a head coach again, do you think you'll run that, that style offense? Or do you think you'd go back to something different? Um, you know, it really depends on where this, you know, where it would be. So right. I'm a big, you know, my offense is going to mimic the kind of recruit, you know, if it's at the college level, the kind of recruit that we can get. Right. Um, you know, for example, like the UP, you know, we're not getting the most flashy athletes. So we have guys who can run and have some juice. 
Um, you know, we're not getting consistent four, four dudes, you know? Right. So we run a lot of more 11, 22, 21, 12 personnel. Uh, we pound the rock quite a bit more pro style, which is in my wheelhouse as well, you know? Right. That's what I played in college and, um, all that stuff. So, yeah, you know, my offense is going to reflect that of the kids that we can recruit the area that we're in. Um, I'm not going to try and stuff down uh, something that's not going to work. Right. And I think that's what a lot of coaches make a mistake on is yeah, they're setting their ways. And, uh, you know, I think like guys like us, you know, we're a little younger in the game and although we're not too young anymore. Um, yeah. You Speak know, we've been yourself, multiple I'm, systems. I'm old. I'm old. As, I'm old. I'm dirt. <laughs> Bad. No, I get, I get what you're, yeah. I get what you're saying though. Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, we've, we've definitely experienced both sides of it where don't, don't, you know, I always, I always say, don't, don't force the square peg in the round hole, you know? And, and I think mm -hmm. we both, we've both seen, unfortunately, the, the negatives of that. Um, and, and so that's, you know, should we, should we get those opportunities? It's, and that's honestly, if you look at the most successful offensive coordinators in the, in the game, they're, they're able to adapt and and that's For that's sure. the, that's the key is is it, are you able to adapt or are you trying to to force these kids to you know if you've got a running quarterback are you trying to force them to be a an air raid guy or are you going to adapt things where he can be successful in that offense so it's it, that that's that's the key in my opinion yeah i agree yeah 100 percent. well coach last question i've got for you um this is the tough one man if you could build an, a, a mount rushmore of offensive linemen from from guys you played with guys you um guys you coached or guys maybe you're just a fan of who would be on that five-man offensive line oh man you know I've heard I've heard you ask this question before and I'm always like if I have to get on them I have no clue because I'm not big like uh, <laughs> I'm not big like name guy at all right. but you know John Ogden Joe Thomas Olin Krutz uh, Mangold what was that four that's four and then uh actually a dude that I played with in college uh, Jace Daniels uh, was probably one of the fastest guys I've ever played with. So really, uh, he'd fit in there in that. He played a little NFL, and okay, he's actually the guy I replaced up here. So oh, nice, um, nice. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. I've heard of him. Yeah, he went. He took the. Um, um, oh boy, what's the name Big of the school? Big. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yep. That's awesome. Yep. I, I like I like the Mangold pick. He's he's a uh, players. You know, players don't study Nick Mangold film enough, but he was, yeah. he was a stud. Like when he played, Oh yeah. He was overshadowed a little bit by a lot of really good centers in the NFL, but he was, he was a stud for sure. Yeah. 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 Well, coach, what, I, I think we were like the same age too. So it's like, really, those are the guys I kind of watched and, or he was a couple of years younger. I can't really remember, but I don't remember either. Yeah. 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 Well, I appreciate you coming on coach before we get you out of here. Do me a favor drop your Twitter handle and uh, any other information you want the listeners to know. Yeah, no, thanks coach. I appreciate it. Uh, great connecting with you. And it's at coach Rustman, R U S T M A N. Um, and Michigan tech uh, Huskies. Awesome. Well, coach, I, I appreciate you coming on. Wish you nothing but the best man. Uh, good luck this season. And I'm um, looking forward to, to talking with you down the road. Thanks. I appreciate it. All right, coach. Take care. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Make sure you like and subscribe, and you can find previous episodes on Anchor, Apple, Spotify, or any other podcast platform.